0: Before Route 66, before the Lincoln Highway, National Old Trails Road, and the Dixie Highway, there was a national obsession with the bicycle. And that's where the story about America's love affair with the road trip begins. Stay tuned, fellow adventurers. We have a fascinating story to share, and possibly a bit of inspiration for a road trip. Speaking of road trip inspiration, take a listen to the music of the Road Crew at roadcrew66.com, the boys behind our theme song, Say hello to a new friend,
1: on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride, Jim Hinkley's America.
0: Jim Hinkley's America. The initial concept of a series of national roads, transportation corridors to spur development of interstate trade, dates to the administration of President John Quincy Adams. Development of the railroad took the steam out of that idea pretty quickly. It was revived again in the last decade of the 19th century. General Roy Stone, head of the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Office of Road Inquiry, the ancestor of the Federal Highway Administration, suggested combining and improving existing roads into a national network. But it was the tsunami of interest in bicycling and bicycle tourism that ensured his ideas and speeches on the subject were popular discussions in newspapers, in editorials, in offices, and in saloons. And it was the powerful League of American Wheelmen, an organization that promoted bicycling and lobbied for better roads that helped transform Stone's ideas into a reality. Now, just how popular was the bicycle, you may ask? Well, in 1890, there were less than 20 manufacturers of bicycles in the United States. By 1895, there were nearly 500 companies producing bicycles, including a few that would become leading manufacturers of automobiles a decade later. My pa always said it was better to fill the head with useless knowledge than no knowledge at all. Did you know that the Wright brothers of aeronautical fame kicked off their fortune-building enterprises with the repair of bicycles? In 1899, General Stone's successor Martin Dodge initiated feasibility studies and authorized development of review boards. Now, by this date, proponents of the bicycle and the fledgling automobile industry were getting behind the idea, and men like Buffalo Bill Cody were using their fame and on occasion their fortunes to promote the idea. And in the years that followed, adventurers were setting out on epic odysseys to promote the automobile and the need for better roads. Chronicles of their adventures, published in newspapers and magazines, fueled a growing mania for automobile ownership and for pushing the machines and their drivers to the limits of endurance. In 1901, Alexander Winton, a pioneering automobile manufacturer, set out to become the first person to drive from coast to coast. He left San Francisco and made it to the east side of the Sierra Nevada mountains five days later. After having to cut a tree that had fallen on the road, slid off the road about a dozen times, forded several streams, cleared a rock slide, and walked for miles to find a single gallon of gasoline. On March 4th, 1902, nine pioneering auto clubs met in Chicago and organized a powerful new organization named the American Automobile Association, the AAA. They hoped that they would become the voice of the automobilist, just as the League of American Wheelmen had been the voice of the bicyclist. In one of the organization's first meetings, the board of directors was instructed to begin planning a transcontinental road from New York to California. The board planned a northern routing for the pilot project. Their road would run north out of New York City along the Hudson River and continue west to the shores of the Great Lakes, Toledo, Ohio, continue to Chicago, Omaha, Nebraska, Denver, Salt Lake City, and END in San Francisco. Meanwhile, national associations were formed to create a network of local and regional organizations, chambers of commerce, towns, and Good Roads advocates, and business owners, such as the founder of Packard, of Winton, and of General Motors. The July 1902 issue of Good Roads explained that the plan is to connect the present Good Roads along the route with new ones, to be built by the states, counties, and municipalities along the line with donations from private sponsors as well as corporations. Now that sets the stage for the fascinating story of the National Old Trails Road. But since we're out of time, we'll have to share that story next week. Here's a teaser. It's a story that includes Louis Chevrolet, Edsel Ford, and Harry Truman. Meanwhile, you can read a bit more about the National Old Trails Road on the blog page of our website. At jimhinkley'samerica.com. And now, a shout out to this morning's sponsor, delightful, magical, wonderful Cuba, Missouri. This charming little village is more than a mere stop on a Route 66 trip. It's a destination, a very special place where every visitor is made to feel like a long lost friend. Picture yourself in Cuba. Plan your Cuba adventure with a visit to their website at visitcubamo.com. Hey, until we meet again, mi amigos. See you next week for another episode of 5 Minutes with Jim. Adios!
1: Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America